0: I was thinking the other morning how incredible the internet actually is i mean really the internet's an incredible thing this is truth to ponder with bob bierman you see on the internet at your instant push of a button you can get all kinds of misinformation the internet can have a lot of good stuff but it's learning how to sift through all the noise, the garbage, the junk what the tech giants want you to believe, what the tech giants want you to think. See if you if you go outside of their narrative. If you're a Facebook user and you post something that very well could be true, there might be a fact checker from, you know, from Facebook that says, "Well, your picture is wrong," even though you know it's right, but your picture is wrong. We have to correct you. We need to put a warning up there so when other people see what you post, they, they can know that we have we've properly fact-checked your work. Wow. This is the world, the Orwellian world, we now live in, in our tech society. We are being herded. We are being compartmentalized by Google by Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Social media is not your friend. Social media may have some worthy aspects, but increasingly, hourly, day by day, I'm watching the noose be tightened just a little bit more on the things you're allowed to think, believe, and say. If you go against anything, about the coronavirus, they will shut you down. If you say the wrong thing about a person, you might get suspended for a day, a week, maybe a month. Because see, they want to control you. There is a narrative out there. And no matter how you cut it, it is a very satanic narrative out there to deceive people. Like I said, the Internet at your fingertips in a split second can give you a thousand pieces of misinformation. Google, compare Google to other search engines. Google is the number one search engine in the world. But they will bias the results to fit the current narrative. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I've learned to use others and check others because you can find out real quick if you look up a political term they're going to if you're looking for let's say joe biden the first stories that'll pop up are always positive about joe biden and what a great president he and uh, kamala harris would, would make and really the, it's going to be a Kamala. Harris, it's going to be a Harris-Biden ticket, not a Biden-Harris ticket if, she, if they ever get through. But be that as it may, then type in things like Donald Trump or any, any conservative. And, and all the bad stories seem to come up first. They're trying to control the narrative. They said they would do what they could to influence an election. I think it's getting to be the time that all those special protections the Internet was given years ago – to give it a fighting chance of growing, need to be re-examined in the light of truth. Because, see, Facebook, Google, Yahoo, another intellectually, spiritually, and morally bankrupt company, they all want to tell you what the news is, no matter what the news actually is. Misinformation at your fingertips... And a couple of clicks of a mouse. You're being led astray. In World War II, Joseph Goebbels was the minister of propaganda in Germany. And he learned how to use the media of their day, which was radio and movies. This is before television and all this tech, to manipulate and change the mindset of a population. It's being done again by the tech giants. And you need to be aware of what they're telling you. The coronavirus, the lockdowns, the changes in the way we do business, the fear that many people have. And I see it all the time. I'll see somebody in a car by themselves with with I saw one day, and I know others have seen this, wearing a face mask, maybe, maybe even a face shield and, and gloves in their car by themselves, because they're deathly afraid they're going to die, because that's been the narrative. Later this week, I'll be kind of going through some numbers again and give you an idea of where we really are. You'll never find it at NBC, you'll never find it at CBS, you're never going to find it at the mainstream media because they want you to live in fear because it's the only way our world is going to be, well, the term is reset from a theological point of view. Is it possible that we are heading into the times the Bible talks about of a great tribulation? Could there be the mark of the beast in a vaccine around the corner? Hard to tell. But it could be. The Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales has been a guest on this program. He's a wealth of knowledge. He spends his time learning and studying and rechecking and triple-checking what he shares and knows. I feel very secure when I bring him on the program. And so, when you look at the world, Timothy, what do you think of where we are today?
1: Well, Today we're looking at um, what many are even saying in the news: the possibility of civil war. I'm um, even even hearing the words "coup," and it's not coming from mm-hmm. some radical left or right. It's coming from government and military. Yeah. So we are looking for things that are uh, that are coming that are going to be very very tough times indeed. Oh yeah. I hear them here on the ground in America. Um, and it's it's going to be violence. That's a foregone conclusion. Oh, no doubt. Um, I tend to think the sheeple are going to believe that once the election happens, everything's going to calm down and oh, stop. Oh, yeah. That, I don't I,
0: believe, I, I don't believe be- it. Look, you and I, and I'll say this to our listeners, and I'm not going to get into any kind of detail. You and I are looking where we are in this world and where we are in our ministries, where I am with this radio program and podcast, and I thank God that I am not dependent upon Google, I'm not dependent upon fascist book, I'm not dependent on Instagram, and I'm not dependent upon Twitter or any of that nonsense, the tech tyrants. I I don't, because they are going to fact check me and shut me down, because they're not going to lighten my facts because it's not fitting their narrative and you right. and i have been called to you and i are both in ministry we are called ordained servants of god and i just was recently talking to somebody from australia and i'm looking at what what they're going through there you think we have it bad here right now go to try to go from one state in australia to the other you can't they they've shut their own state borders you can't go
1: there. And there are also um, a much higher totalitarianism going on there right mm-hmm. now, which, uh, people which is being, uh, meeting to the ground for mm-hmm. not having a mask on. Right. Uh, you would look at a Western country like Australia and you're flabbergasted that it is undergoing what it is, but especially knowing their say, history. Uh, they they that, were, that's coming here. That's yeah. Coming oh,
0: it's here. on its way it's going to work so its, its way across it's going it's, to
1: come with the next lockdown is what's going to happen yes and i predict that's going to be mid-october at the latest mm-hmm. because most mm-hmm. people are going to rebel against another lockdown and they know it so they're going to have to up the ante up with more pressure and more stringent rules mm-hmm. and then you're going to see really what the american people do right
0: yeah we're going to find and, out
1: and we're looking at we're looking at a lot of things being rolled out simultaneously. So I always say to people, take a look at New Zealand. Take a look at Australia, Melbourne, and Victoria mm-hmm. right now. Yes. That's what's coming to America. The and only difference, as I've spoken to my friends in Australia, right? the only difference is they were disarmed, and we have not been.
0: Yeah, big difference. And, oh, and, and yes. honestly, and the truth be known, more people today are armed than were at the beginning of this pandemic. I mean, there's just no. Gone up
1: seventy percent gun sales and ammo in mm-hmm. short order. Because I know, of it.
0: I know. I really do. So I trust me on that at, one. At,
1: we're looking at a lot of things, but I want people to understand. Okay, as much as violence and these things are happening, and the world's changing at a speed like never before, mm-hmm. this is a spiritual issue. This is a spiritual issue, and the individuals BLM and TIFA, they openly, not just profess Marxism and communism, but they openly say that they are... Into the witchcraft and the occult Mm -hmm. from a West African religion, and that they are bringing ancestors to them to help them to take over and destroy capitalist society. The they're on their own web pages. They say the nuclear family has to go, and especially fathers, Mm -hmm. get rid of fathers,
0: absolutely because Uh, the protector of the household. You know, they're protectors. Sure. Women will be the nurturers to, you know, raise the children, but they'll be dependent upon the government to take care of their other needs because there's no father in the home. And this started started 60 years ago, for crying out loud. Well, maybe 55 years ago with Lyndon Johnson and the Great Society was the beginning of the tearing down of the nuclear family. We would never have accepted this overnight. I mean...
1: No, of course not. But now it's at a different level, right? So women are going to be the ones who help nurture the family, but not really. In the end, the state. It's uh-huh. going to take care of everybody and women will be pulled aside listen in any communist revolution you have to remember that the revolutionaries are useful idiots uh-huh. that's blm and antifa right yep. so what you're going to see in every single one from stalin lenin mao once the revolution is complete and they've obtained power the first ones they kill and put in camps are the revolutionaries
0: because, because they can't trust them. They
1: don't want them turning on them.
0: Mhm. They get so disarmed they're, they're done. and then yep. dismantled and then, you know, dismembered. Literally.
1: You betcha. You betcha. And so we're, we're seeing that and for for and to answer your question, this is what I absolutely believe is coming. Win or lose presidential race, whoever you think is going to be in mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Though we're going to have a civil war, because this isn't about just an election or a pandemic. This is about bringing in a very strict world government controlled by top oligarchs, Mm -hmm. very, very wealthy top oligarchs, and it will be a totalitarian system.
0: And if you want to buy certain things, you'll have to do it through Jeff Bezos and have it delivered to your door. Because we have to wear a face mask because we can't shop in certain stores. They'll find, new, they'll, 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 create new infections out of nowhere for this virus. They are now
1: in Australia. They just uh, are pushing for a law now to take, quote, unquote, conspiracy theorists and put uh-huh. them in camps. Uh-huh. This is in Australia. Okay, They're also um, putting out camps for children who might come up positive with these bogus false positive tests. Yep. Listen, this isn't really about the test of coronavirus. I guarantee if you're if you're somebody standing against the mainline narrative, you'll come up positive somehow on something so they can grab you and take you away and put mm-hmm. you away. That's mm-hmm. just the way it's going to work. It has this to. This is a sham. And the Scripture tells us about a great deception, right? Yes. It tells us about how they're going to believe a lie. Most of the world is going to be inundated with this lie mm-hmm. and those who know who are seeing something the ones who know jesus christ yes. are seeing it and mm-hmm. they know something dreadfully is wrong that's going on
0: you know one of the things that i i can tell you is that i look at this nation and i've, I've had the opportunity and in, in some of the work that i've done over the years to do a lot of travel i mean i've flown all over there are only a handful of states that i haven't spent a significant amount of time and and i there are the cities today you look at the cities like a baltimore that 50 or 60 years ago were places you wanted to live i mean you really yeah. wanted to live there they were beautiful they had excellent schools they had the inner and outer harbor they had everything going for it and now they're violent shell-shocked sewers i mean there the who wants to really live in most of baltimore the same is becoming true with New York City. The allure of having one time my desire was to you know, work in radio in New York, of course. Would I want to go to New York City now? Not even to visit on a dare. I, they're Everybody's just, leaving. The, all these cities, all these big metropolitan areas are where I really believe the sinister ones are trying to push people to live because it is easier to control people within a city than it is when they're spread out in the country and that's why more people are being encouraged to live in cities i've saw that over the last 10 years
1: you know but but can i give you my my hypothesis and that's all it is, is my hypothesis what you see happening right now is a massive exodus from the cities that are being burnt down by the mm-hmm. rioters. Right. Um, the governors, who mostly are blue state governors, right, are allowing it to occur. And you have to ask yourself, encouraging why, it, out encouraging of it. Four major cities are they allowing it to occur? And I'll tell you why, because they're going to build different cities, but they're going to buy up all the real estate. Mm-hmm. They need everybody out. And and what people are gonna do is move to, you know, the, the, the suburbs surrounding it a bit. Mm-hmm. And once power is gained, if that occurs, they're gonna cordon off areas of suburbs like Indian reservations mm-hmm. and you're gonna be stuck there and eventually they're gonna herd you back into smart cities that they've already designed as a matter of fact you can just google domed cities yes and you will see a plethora of of architectural designs and plans for these cities and once you're in there it's kind of like you know um ants in a little ant farm you're not getting out this is your everything this is your environment everything's there absolutely so they're going to herd people back into there and they're they're going to they're going to use it right they're going to balkanize the the country and then they're going to take sections of the suburbs with people there and treat them like indian reservations
0: you know when you now, think they can
1: of some they can do whatever you and think, that's, i'm telling you that's what these eugenicists are going to do
0: you think about places like new york city and you look at long island and a lot of people are saying Yeah, I lived in maybe Great Neck, uh, which is still technically, you know, it's right there on the on the Queens. It's in Queens. It's it's part of the city. And they go, I got to get out of this sewer. I'm going to I'm just going to move out a little bit farther. and Maybe I'll go to Hicksville out in Nassau County and I can still take the train or maybe even or or I'm going to telecommute for a while. That'll be the new thing. So, hey, let's get out of, let's sell our house here, and let's move out to Smithtown, Long Island, you know, way out there. Right. And and they're going to think that they have found their peace and safety when they get there. And you're right, as these cities, you know, when Queens becomes uh, torn apart, parts of Brooklyn get, you know, leveled down and changed, and all of a sudden you have all these, you're right, five different neighborhoods that make up, New York and the most elite on Manhattan Island. That's how it's going to be, sure. and and the and the folks that jumped over to Jersey and went even a little farther west because they don't have to commute as much anymore. There's an encouragement. Uh, I think a lot of people that may be working for companies in New Jersey, like Canon Corporation, or you name any big company, they're they're going to have more telecommuters, and they're not even going to have to live in Jersey. They're going to go wherever they can, and. Because it's going to be changing the norm. Our new norm is going to be a lot of workplaces we used to go to are not going to be there much longer. They're going to be you're going to telecommute and from wherever. I mean, that's that's going to be the first step to dismantling the cities. It
1: will be. And that will also be something that's going to be contingent upon the um, the biometric. Data, which mm-hmm. is what we spoke about last time. Yes, the quantum dot is going to be your immunity passport mm-hmm. to life, to the new society. Right. Right. And and this is this is what I mean. We gave the patent information, okay, and and the the number which you had mentioned last time, zero yeah. six zero six zero six. Yeah, and and and, and, and when people are saying, death.
0: "Oh, Bob, you you're 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 spreading some super conspiracy theory nonsense," well. No, I'm yeah. not. You know, go no. tr- go, no. go to any.
1: Can I read to you? I'll read to you yeah. what a very high tech friend in, mm. in uh, San Francisco. And said.
0: And, re- and real fast so people know. By the way, yeah. uh, people always yeah. remind me to, to tell them what the name of the radio show is because, you know, they sometimes dial in a little late. This is Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. You can find out about this program at our website, which is Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth, the number two ponder.com our guest my guest on the program today my good friend the reverend doctor timothy gales and you have spent you're one of those kind of people like a journalist you keep digging and digging and and you're not the stuff that you post and this is what attracted to me to you a long time ago is irrefutable you know you're not posting nonsense i mean there's i have people that are friends of mine that have the goofiest stuff that they post which is obviously you know they they want to believe it. They think they have some inside knowledge, and you check it out; it's bogus. But mm-hmm. on this program, I really want this to be honest, truth, and facts, and that's what we're here for—to help you navigate the new world we're rapidly heading toward. Now, to yeah. share with me. You shared this with me in an email, so I've I've already yeah. kind of looked at this. So. This was just mind-boggling, but it's true. I mean, this guy's yes. credentials are impeccable, so continue.
1: So what I did is, uh, because I have that patent, which I sent you, and maybe you could put that up for people to look at, but I made sure it went to a gentleman I know who's another minister, and mm-hmm. he has a very, very good friend, lifelong friend in San Francisco, who is an extremely smart, high-tech Mm guy and works with a very big tech company. Well he sent him this this patent that I had given him. And this is what the guy says. He says, quote, this Microsoft story with patent is a real deal. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about this, but this totally makes sense. And what did he do?
0: Yeah, he went and he went (laughs) and (laughs) and checked out, you know, the the actual website where you look for patents and there it sits right in front of you. You can look for it yourself.
1: Yep. And he said, I need to look more into this, but this is the most tangible evidence I've ever seen to date. And mm-hmm. I'm still so much under impression of the Microsoft patent that you shared. OK, um, that it's blowing me away. I'm yeah. reading it now and it's so real. It feels Unreal. It completely fits in the description. It explains why it needs to be, quote, on the forehead or Mm -hmm. the hand, unquote, because it needs to measure brain waves and body heat. And it explains the direct correlation with the economic dependence of it. In other words, you can't buy or sell without the new cryptocurrency. He goes, the fact that this patent was submitted on March twenty. Six twenty twenty, 2020, the very month when absolute majority of the world locked down mm-hmm. is startling, he said. Um, he said the cryptocurrency system using body activity, that's what this patent is, is unbelievable.
0: You know, you're looking at and, basically uh, the 26, I'm trying to remember, you know, basically a week and a day it was uh, or so from where most, you know, that was the 15 days to to slow the virus to you know for the pause we were going to do this for 15 days and in the middle of those 15 days while we're all trying to you know worry about getting how we're going to get through these 2 weeks this is when this patent is put out in the middle of our 15 day pause in the United States it's when it, yes. I mean right dead in the middle right dead in the middle yep.
1: Yep. And as we said before when we read from um Revelation chapter thirteen, right? We can't mm-hmm. buy ourselves. That's a clear, plain um sign that mm-hmm. Jesus gave us about when this supposed mark would come in yep. history. Everybody, small and great, free and brown in other words, the whole world. Okay. Yep. Not just one country, not one empire, the whole mm-hmm.
0: world. Mm-hmm. And this has been uh, one of the issues a lot of the end timers. From 20 years ago, they could never conceive a world right. in disarray would ever get along on anything. And I mean, right. you couldn't do it. And right. we're seeing the ingredients. I, you know, these people, and I did a whole program on this with somebody the other day. These people that are going into this, you know, New Israel stuff or replacement theology stuff and And right in front of their eyes, these are people that maybe at one time believed in you know the, the idea of the Jewish nation being a fulfillment of prophecy. Now they've rejected it, and they're running around mm-hmm. thinking that Jesus is your Zion, He is your city. and And the scripture okay. doesn't back it up. I mean, it does it, it says, no, these are my people, and I'm not going to break my promise. If I break my promise to them, then I guess I could break my promise to you too. And so sure. you know you got. So that right before these same clowns that I've that have been doing, that are in the end-time business types, not all, but some of them now have gone into this new British Israel or replacement theology, and right before their eyes, these so-called great wizards of the knowledge and keepers of, of all this stuff, and they're, they're not seeing prophecy being fulfilled before their very eyes. They're, they're blind all of a right. sudden. They're selling another book on something else.
1: Yeah, yes, not. absolutely. And and they you know, so listen, we're we're trying to be realists. We're trying mm-hmm. to make sure we're not looking at anything in a in a wrong way or a hyper um fantastical way. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. What we're
1: looking at is we're looking at evidence. I, I do my homework, I try to make sure yes. that if I'm gonna pull yep. something up that it, it corresponds as best as I can see if it mm-hmm. is, and I, I give it to people to, to second-check me, yes. to make sure I'm not looking at it in a slanted view. Uh, and the more I, I'm handing this to people, the more I'm getting back from them, and I'm talking religious people from all different denominations, yes. are coming back and saying to me, this is the, one of the scariest things I've ever seen. We mm-hmm. might be there. Right
0: now, I know, and, I, and, and I'm not going to say we are or aren't, but I mean it is compelling. Look, you you and I come from a more sacramental tradition, and a lot of people listening would understand what I mean when I say a sacramental tradition. Uh, in other words, what the disciples did in gathering once a week and the breaking of bread—that is, quote, the Lord's Supper. And they were going to proclaim that and do that until he comes again. It's right in our liturgy. Mm-hmm. We will do this until his coming again. That, that, that is the beginning of the canon of the communion. We're, you know, we're reciting the words as St. Paul reminds us to do it. What, right. what have they effectively done in our lockdowns? You can't have the body and blood of Christ anymore. You can't have communion. And so you can't, because Jesus is infected with the coronavirus and Jesus is going to kill you, is what they've been telling us. I believe
1: that was the design, Bob. I believe that that because the church has always been the target. And that, I believe, was part of this design, Mm -hmm. was to crush the church, yes, and stop Eucharist, stop communion, and stop fellowship, because and there's the strength in the world, isn't it?
0: Yes, and you think of look, uh, one of my dear friends out in California is att- attends um, Grace Community Church, Doctor John MacArthur's church, and you know the war that he's having with the governor and and uh, the folks in LA County, they're they're so mad at him right now that they want they wanted to do something to him because he and his congregation laughed at the regulations that they're trying to impose. And it's like, you, you, you can't laugh at us. We will punish you for laughing. You can't do that. You're going to spread the coronavirus laughing in that church. And so they're, they're trying to paint this one church of several thousand people that show up on a Sunday as some super spreader of the virus, that everybody there is going to get it, and then they're going to go out in the community and kill more people. This is what they're trying to say. So I asked my friend, who's a former journalist and also is a practicing attorney. So I asked, I said, so how many people have tested positive? How many people have been hospitalized? And how many people have died that are from that church? And she said, I can give it to you in one word, zero. I said, what? She goes, zero. Nobody's gotten sick, nobody's been hospitalized, and nobody's died in this church. Yep. And yet they still want to shut it down. Because you know, Well, you, this it, is
1: why MacArthur came out and he said, folks, from the pulpit, he said, folks, this isn't about a virus. No. And and he knows it, and so he's fighting the fight for the state to the state and the government right now you know, constitutionally. But you know what scares me? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh how many churches Won't. are doing nothing, nothing. And have rolled over and shown their belly
0: yep and they're now they're all worried about the money and everything else that goes with it i mean look uh, as a bishop which is what i am it, within my church body a leader um early on when they when my church has asked me what do we do i said for the next couple of weeks i can understand until we get a handle on this it is fine to discontinue for a short amount of time, but we're not going to do this forever. I said it because when we start getting into forever, then we got something else going on. But I said, I'm willing to say, you know, be good people, be uh good citizens and neighbors and say okay for a week or two or three or whatever the case is we will do that until we get a better handle on this i can understand that it'd be like having right. church in the middle of an air raid in, in england you know you you kind of go to the basement or you do something else temporarily i know I, you, yep. you know the common sense but has this thing dragged yep. on and dragged on there are some churches that i think really enjoyed not having to get together and those churches will be dead and gone uh, they weren't that yep. effective anyway, so that's actually a good thing. But on the yeah, other hand, we so, got people yeah. that are getting used to not going. They were they were marginal to begin with.
1: Well, here's what I'm saying: because we're seeing that this isn't really mm-hmm. about a virus; it is about something else, right? Mm-hmm. It's about this system being rolled out. And it's a system from top-down authority, which is going to be very oppressive. It's going to be the slavery of mankind. But here's what's happening. As you see that being implemented behind certain agendas like viruses and racial inequality and Mm. all these things, people are not quite putting the pieces together. When we're told, okay, mm-hmm. to, to take heed that no man deceives you, right. and we're seeing this in this world. I, I spoke about this uh, this cryptocurrency that's going to be on your body with yep. a patent, mm-hmm. and in the very micro needles is the enzyme luciferase, mm-hmm. which I talked about last time. But notice this in Revelation thirteen; it says he he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or Mm -hmm. in their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell lest he have ready the mark or the name of the beast
2: Mm -hmm.
1: or the The number number of of his name. name. We've got both here. And and when you see that, when you understand you've got the name of the beast and the number of the name and the mark all in one thing Mm -hmm. that's going to hinder you from buying and selling unless you have it. We've got some serious red flags, spiritual red flags, yeah. for us as Christians yes. Yes. to yes. raise. And and I just want to read real quick from the Gospel of Mark, because mm-hmm. I'm a verse-by-verse Bible teacher and yep. preacher. I like to bring us through entire book. And then
0: we get to and go to a break right after that. We're almost on that time, so go ahead.
1: All right. So, you know, he says here in, in Mark chapter 13, he goes, but take heed to yourselves. For they shall deliver you up to councils in the synagogues, and you shall be beaten, and you shall be brought before rulers and kings for a testimony against them. And the gospel must first be preached among all nations. Hmm. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up don't take any thought beforehand on what you will speak. Neither do you premeditate on it. But whatever shall be given you in that hour by the Holy Spirit speak, for it is the Holy Spirit that will speak before you. And it says this, Now the brother shall betray brother to death, father the son. Children will rise up against parents and shall cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure to the end shall be saved these things we're already seeing Mm. how this very virus issue is dividing mother father from each other from kids, family Mm. members Mm. because those who cannot see the truth of what's going on are accusing those who can and when the mark comes out Think of how much worse it's going to get when you can't join society buying and selling or anything without that mark.
0: Amen. I know it's coming. We have a break. We shall be right back talking with the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales here on Truth to Ponder. We are, we're not some kind of end time prognosticator ministry that is going to claim to know everything. But it's pretty, if you have eyes, open them up. The world around us is changing and this program was started never realizing just how fast it's going to change. We'll be right back. This
2: is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. So glad you're taking time to either listen on the radio or even as a podcast. We appreciate that. A couple of things I, I want to mention. The website, of course, is truth2ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com. And I'd appreciate hearing from you this week and your thoughts on on this program. I never thought when we started this program I'd be talking about the things we're talking about today. We very well may be seeing prophecy being played out before our very eyes. And I've heard every theory over the past 30, 40, almost 50 years of what the end times could look like. And they've all come up, well, short, I'll put it that way. A lot of folk are hearing what we're saying, and they're going, yay, yay, yes, and amen. You know, glory to God, we're getting close to the end. But a lot of them, a lot of you folk may may believe different than I do. A lot of folk, and I know them, I've met them here in the Bible Belt, they believe in a a pre-tribulation rapture, and they're not going to have to see any of the bad stuff. They're going to be blown right out of here. They're going to be taken into the sky and gone. And the church never taught that. This is something that came out of England in uh, the, about 1850, if I'm not mistaken. And it's worked its way into the American culture and some evangelicals. But I have an uncomfortable feeling about, about this particular theology. It means that Christians just don't prepare. They're, they're not going to be ready. And we need to be prepared. We need to be ready. We need to be sanctified. We need to be truly committed to our Lord Jesus Christ and sold out and filled with His Holy Spirit. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But when you think you got a get-out-of-jail-free card or no-tribulation-for-me card, well, what are you going to do if you're wrong and you weren't ready? And that's what we're trying to do is pass on not just knowledge but to turn knowledge into wisdom. That's why my guest has been on this program today and yesterday, the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales, uh, he is a clergyman like I am, and but he's got a wonderful history. We've shared it on the program, and I will he'll be back on again very soon. Uh, I can already detect that. Tim, we were talking about being prepared, and I think that's kind of where you wanted to pick up on this side of the break. How do we get prepared and and what do we what are we looking for um besides the blessed, glorious appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ? and I mean that's that's what it really comes down to. And then we need to also talk about those in, in the book of Revelation for those that are thinking they've got their get out of you know get out of the earth free card. There's a verse that you can't reconcile that says, "Who are these under the altar?" And we need to talk about that part of Revelation that that's that's almost ignored. So go ahead, I give you the floor. You know, it's
1: true. It's true, Bob. You, I have a good friend of mine who. Um, is dispensationalist. He believes in the, in the pre-trib rapture. I believe in um, post-trib, right? I believe at the end when mm-hmm. Christ comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we joke. We, we get along fine. And he says to me, look, if I'm right, I'm going to explain it to you on the way up. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. said, but, you know, if I'm wrong, he said, then I'm going to do what you said, which is I'm going to prepare as best I can now, yes. just in case.
0: Absolutely. And
1: that is what we have to do. Uh, it, it, hypothetically, everything I've been saying. Okay, let's look at it hypothetically. All right. What you're looking at is you're looking at a vaccination and digital currency coming. It will be in the form of a stamp that is written in the patent to go on your forehead or your hand. Go figure. The mm-hmm. patent's number six six six. Go.
0: Well, o six o six o six, but close enough. I mean, right. it still is. It,
1: it is. It is, and it's put right in your face.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: the quantum dot itself is going to be, it's going to contain, okay, um, polymers, composites, semiconductors in the very tip of the quantum dot tattoo, Mm -hmm. the tip of these little spikes that go in you, and it's going to have immunization vaccines in it. So in other words, inorganic materials, semiconductors, Mm -hmm. DNA modifiers, dyes and active agents, what it's going to do is it's going to turn us into like a human antenna that that um, that responds to the cloud so that we can also be modified and changed just think of the idea of microsoft downloading its windows into a human being that's what this is ultimately going to be
0: and what ought to scare you to death is if it's a windows update you know i mean yeah
1: right (laughs) they can they can give you new vaccines but not only that if it controls and is bi- and, and is used according to your body heat sensors, brain waves, it means it can also control them.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: it can control you, and it will change you fundamentally. So you yep. sit back and you say, "I can never be me again autonomously. I'm going to be. I can be controlled and manipulated as a human being in thought and will and body. Mm-hmm. That's slavery." That's not that's not. So this is what, you know, tech is preparing, has prepared and wants to initiate. So hypothetically, if this is the mark, number one, if don't take don't take it, Mm -hmm. Um, you're not going to win friends and influence people. You're going to be shut out of society and you're going to have to learn how to survive without being able to buy or sell anything. But didn't our Lord talk about this?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Did't he you know, he even said to us this, He said, take but take heed because behold, I foretold you all of these things.
0: Not to scare you, you, not right? to scare you, but to encourage you no. of all things.
1: Well, I always say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know, fear those who kill the body, Jesus said. But, you know, you shouldn't fear those who kill the body, he said. But fear the one who can cast body and soul into hell. That's in other it. words, your body, you know, that that's they can't take your soul. And that's the important part. Mm-hmm. So you're going to resist. But what does it say in Hebrews? You have not yet resisted unto the shedding of blood for your faith. Um, well, that's coming. And many people in history have
0: and a lot but of those little Sunday school ladies are going to be in for the surprise of their life. You know, the ones that, sure. Sure, look, I've used the term for decades called the cultural Christian. And, you know, you could expand that if you want to talk about those that were raised in, like, New York, New Jersey, that are that are Roman Catholic, cultural Catholics, and, and those of the Jewish faith that are cultural Jewish. But they don't believe any of it, really. They just don't. Um, they right. just... You know they'll go to an occasional wedding or funeral. And that's all, and a confirmation. That's it. That's all they really do. They're cultural. They don't believe any of this stuff. They look at people like you and I. Oh, the nutcases are on the radio, or they're they're doing some sure. conspiracy theory nonsense. Yet they're the ones that are wearing the face masks. They're the ones that are that are screaming for the vaccine. They're the ones that we're going to die if we don't do things because all they've right. got is this life. And see, when you don't have the hope of the resurrection,
1: you know... Right. I saw this woman driving in her car. She had a face mask Mm -hmm. on, a face shield yeah, uh, gloves, everything. Nobody else in the car. And I thought to myself, you know, she's the one who probably thinks that the medieval Christians were superstitious. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, she's not, right? I, I sit here and I say this. And Jesus said, look, watch, therefore, for you don't know when the master of the house is uh-huh. coming, at uh-huh. evening, midnight, or the cock crowing, or in the morning. He goes, you don't want him to find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say unto all, Watch. Keep yes. your eyes open, yes. love Him with all your heart, yes. soul, mind, and strength, live your life, love your family. Yes. Um, there's nothing wrong with preparing in ways that you feel is necessary for even even events of the world, or hurricanes, whatever, but spiritually prepare. Just be prayed up in the Word, um, confessed up to the Lord, whatever needs to be, make sure you're walking with Him, and then whatever happens is going to happen. Yeah. And you're going to trust Jesus Christ no
0: matter what. You can't stop it. I mean, God's Word has always been secure. It's always been right. And it's never been wrong. This is why I go after these clowns that are now into this replacement theology stuff. This one guy, and you didn't hear it on yesterday's show before I brought you on, Uh, I played a little clip from one of these guys. You know, you and I are trying to talk something that actually fits the biblical narrative. Of what's going on. Right. We're going to talk about another aspect in a second, and, and they're more. Last year at this time, they were more worried about the uh, Beyond Burger changing your DNA, where you became a non-human and couldn't be saved. I mean, this is the kind of stuff. Okay, so you granted a a bean burger is not going to turn me on and make me a happy guy. I, it just doesn't work. But right. it's not going to change my DNA. It's not going to alter me into a a non human that can't be saved anymore by the blood of Jesus Christ that's the kind of stupid stuff that's out there among some well, it of these takes evangelicals too far.
1: like you said it takes things too far this this vaccine is going to have mrna in mm-hmm. it, which will fundamentally alter DNA, but you'll be you'll be different. But you're not going to be a non-human. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be soulless. Yeah, you're not going to be any of the above. They might be able to tweak your attitude or whatever, but they haven't changed you into some non-entity. Exactly. All right, you're still a human being. The fact is, I don't want anyone messing with my DNA anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm not taking this. But yeah, I agree with you. That's see, that's taking it one step too far, and it's scaring people into into thinking we're and, all going to be like these drones. And
0: you're there. and you're running off in this rabbit hole that's not even scriptural while ignoring right. while you're ignoring what God is doing right before your very eyes. You are blind. You, you you are so in, you're so into you know wanting to be this super expert on everything and lots of money rolling into the P.O. box every day that you don't even have the time to see what's really going on. Look, these guys that are now anti-israel explain to me now how israel is not the nation that god said would come back to its own land and its own borders when you are seeing a peace deal you know what the bible said they'll say peace peace and suddenly no peace i mean it's right in front of your eyes you are seeing the mark of the beast being prepped you are seeing your children being indoctrinated in schools and being separated from your family where those kids will turn on their parents in a heartbeat. And they're they're being conditioned. This whole world has been in a systematic program for the last 50 some odd years. One little... If you had tried to do all the things, think about the things that have happened in the last five years. And imagine if we tried to implement any of the stuff 50 years ago or even 40 years ago same-sex sure. weddings. I mean, just to name one and go down the long list of all the things that are happening in our world today that we just accept because we're so glued to our phones and our our our, our Facebook and all this nonsense.
1: You know, Well, the- as we spoke before, you, we're not thinking anymore, right? But mm-hmm. when it comes to Israel. Yes. Here here's look in Romans 9, we're, we're told about a tree, and we have the wild olive tree, right? And you yes. have the wild branches that are cut off. This is the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. And the olive tree, we're the Gentiles right now. But what else did it say?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It says, there will come a time yes. when God will take those branches he cut off and regraft them into the tree. Yep. Okay? That exactly. One tree, one tree. Mm-hmm. And that will be toward the end, which means he's been providentially working with the people of Israel, the genea, the, 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 the nation, mm-hmm. for centuries in order to be a witness to the world. And the church is supposed to be a witness to them that they might come into the church and we could be one in Christ. The middle wall, of partition broken down. But we're yes. still... There's still a nation of Israel out there that needs to be witnessed to, because mm-hmm. their Messiah has come already. And that's what we do in this world, hopefully. So, no, they're not cast off to where we should turn a blind eye to them now and say, ah, they're just horrible people who are cast off. They have no promises anymore. Yeah. Well, you're not. Then God's them.
0: a liar if that's true, If you say that, and you make Absolutely. God a liar and and i'm Jeremiah i'm having an increasing problem with those earth. kind i'm having a real problem yeah. with that you know we we yeah. folks you're listening to truth to ponder i'm your host bob beerman once again the website if you want to check it out is truth the number 2 ponder.com truth 2 ponder.com something that i'm having to prayerfully consider in the next couple of few weeks i use a few different platforms for distributing this program is a podcast and there's some things I like about it and there's some things I don't uh, obviously they're allowed to insert a commercial at the beginning or inside of the program and I'm, I'm never certain if the actual spots you hear and maybe if you are a podcast listener if they're in contradiction to this program or not because I, I really the Lord's just laying on my heart that there's got to be a new way to share a podcast where you're not beholden to the tech tyrants and those that don't care about your message and may have a contradictory message involved. So if you hear something like that, that, let me know. I'm going to reach out to some people that I know in the technical world. I'm going to try to find a way to keep us connected when times begin to change and you can't rely on the normal channel. So I'm working on that. Our guest right now in the program, Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales. And this this program, we got about oh, maybe ten minutes left here, and I want to see if we can't kind of wind up in the next you know seven to ten minutes. The thoughts yeah. you have, and we're going to probably this is going to have to go into. Uh, I can see you coming back later this week and into the weekend. So let's quickly kind of review where we're at, and 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 let's let's try to leave on an encouraging note. We can sit here and talk about the vaccine, the mark of the beast, can't buy and sell. Um, We're looking at lockdowns, look at the world. A country like Australia, the the, the Aussies, the ones that I've known, have been pretty persnickety about their freedom in the outback. And and now they have gone literally from one of those we don't care attitudes, we can do as we please, to being the most locked down and fearful in the world right now. I mean, if you say the wrong thing on social media, they bust your door down and arrest you for what you say yeah. on Twitter or on Facebook. It, it, it's, it's insane. And we have governors in, quote, the blue states that are, are just as bad. And there's going to be a dividing. And that dividing. tells us
1: something. It's,
0: that it's, tells us yeah.
1: something. Um, what, what I say here is this, you know, and I'd like to just give a little bit of scripture here as an encouragement uh-huh. to people. Right. Um, First John, he says to us this to remind us. He says, Beloved, now are we the sons of god yes and it does not yet appear what we shall Shall be but we know that when he shall appear we're going to be like him for Mm. we're going to see him as he is and every man that has this hope in himself purifies himself yes even as he is pure now that's just in first john three and he's reminding us Mm. that we are different than the world and when we wait for his coming we are purifying ourselves but in in chapter four He says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they're of God. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because many false prophets have gone into the world. And then he skips down in verse 3, he says, And every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, or has not, is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist.
0: Who's already in the world.
1: Where you have heard that it should come. Mm -hmm. And even now it is already in the world. Yes. You, you are of God, little children, yes. and you have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world.
0: This is the hope of all Christians. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how the Lord has led me to those very words many, many times uh, in, a, in a sermon message where I'm prepared for one thing and then God just leads me into that. It's like, stop. Don't think about what you were thinking about saying. This is your message. And and it's been getting louder and more frequent as the last 20 years have gone by, a little over 20 years. We are coming into a time. Uh, this is a separation of the sheep and the goats, the wheat and the chaff, You whatever you want. Call it as you want yep. to see it. There is a separation occurring, and it happened because of the pandemic here in the United States. But see, this is a worldwide pandemic. That's why you see it happening on the islands of St. Kit or any other place around the world. It's not just isolated to the U.S. or Canada. It's Europe. It's Asia. It's Australia. It's everywhere, even South America. This is the first time in my lifetime that something has affected us on a completely global scale without exception
1: history first time in history something like this has ever occurred on a worldwide scale
0: and and it's not going away it's going to be around for a long time I think that all these fears, and this is where you see good Christian people, as you described before, riding around in their cars with their with their face mask and a face shield and rubber gloves and goggles and whatever, by themselves in a car, living in fear, right. as you said. Yep. Don't, you know, don't fear the one that can kill the body, but the one that can Throw the body and soul into hell, and and this is what yep. this is what a lot of these good little Christians are, are are missing. It's not about this life; it never was. And you're no. putting everything into this life, into this world. And I and, think
1: and Scripture says, "He who seeks to save his life will lose it, mm-hmm. and he who loses his life for my sake." We'll save it. And, and really, Bob, I think the biggest thing I would say to everyone out
0: there, be not afraid. Be not afraid. Fear not. Our guest has been Dr. Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales. And obviously, I'm going to have to bring him back. There's just too much on this topic. We've got to get the word out. And he and I are going to have to pray about what advice can we give to you going forward? It's like, okay, you keep saying Prepare. And, and how do you prepare? And I think we're going to get into that later this week. This program is an effort on my part. I give the time to do this. I'm not asking for anything in, in return. But I want your prayers. Would you visit the website? Check us out at truth2ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com. the number Real quick, I'm going to give a mailing address here in Georgia where you can reach me. And I know a few people have asked, you know, what is the mailing address? Well, it's 21 Berkshire, one word, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, Berkshire Lane, at a number 263. That's kind of our box number thing we have to do up here. Sky Valley, Georgia, zip code 30537. That address again, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, Sky Valley, Georgia, three zero five three. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. So glad you're taking time to either listen on the radio or even as a podcast. We appreciate that. A couple of things I, I want to mention. The website, of course, is truth2ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com. And I'd appreciate hearing from you this week and your thoughts on On this program, I never thought when we started this program I'd be talking about the things we're talking about today. We very well may be seeing prophecy being played out before our very eyes. And I've heard every theory over the past 30, 40, almost 50 years of what the end times could look like. And they've all come up, well, short, I'll put it that way. A lot of folk are hearing what we're saying, and they're going, yay, a yes, and amen. You know, glory to God, we're getting close to the end. But a lot of them, a lot of you folk may may believe different than I do. A lot of folk, and I know them, I've met them here in the Bible Belt. They believe in a a pre-tribulation rapture, and they're not going to have to see any of the bad stuff. They're going to be blown right out of here. They're going to be taken into the sky and gone. And... The church never taught that. This is something that came out of England in uh, the about 1850, if I'm not mistaken. And it's worked its way into the American culture and some evangelicals. But I have an uncomfortable feeling about, about this particular theology. It means that Christians just don't prepare. They're, they're not going to be ready. And we need to be prepared. We need to be ready. We need to be sanctified. We need to be truly committed to our Lord Jesus Christ, and sold out and filled with His Holy Spirit. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But when you think you got a get-out-of-jail-free card or no-tribulation-for-me card, well, what are you going to do if you're wrong and you weren't ready? And that's what we're trying to do is pass on not just knowledge, but to turn knowledge into wisdom. That's why my guest has been on this program today and yesterday, the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales, uh, he is a clergyman like I am, and but he's got a wonderful history. We've shared it on the program, and I will—he'll be back on again very soon. Uh, I can already detect that. Tim, we were talking about being prepared, and I think that's kind of where you wanted to pick up on this side of the break. How do we get prepared, and and what do we what are we looking for um, besides the blessed, glorious appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ? And I mean, that's that's what it really comes down to. And then we need to also talk about those in, in the book of Revelation for those that are thinking they've got their get out of you know get out of the earth free card. There's a verse that you can't reconcile that says, "Who are these under the altar?" And we need to talk about that part of Revelation that's that's almost ignored. So go ahead, I give you the floor. You know,
1: it's true. It's true, Bob. You, I have a good friend of mine who. Um, is dispensationalist. He believes in the, in the pre-trib rapture. I believe in um, post-trib, right? I believe at the end when mm-hmm. Christ comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we joke. We, we get along fine. And he says to me, look, if I'm right, I'm going to explain it to you on the way up. <laughs> yeah, and he said, yeah. but, you know, if I'm wrong, he said, then I'm going to do what you said, which is I'm going to prepare as best I can now, yes. just in case.
0: Absolutely. And
1: that is what we have to do. Uh, it, it, hypothetically, everything I've been saying. Okay, let's look at it hypothetically. All right. What you're looking at is you're looking at a vaccination and digital currency coming. It will be in the form of a stamp that is written in the patent to go on your forehead or your hand. Go figure. The mm-hmm. patent's number six six six. Go.
0: Well, oh six oh six oh six, but close enough. I mean, right. it still is. It,
1: it is. It is, and it's put right in your face. Mm-hmm. The the quantum dot itself is going to be, it's going to contain, okay, um, polymers, composites, semiconductors in the very tip of the quantum dot tattoo, Mm -hmm. the tip of these little spikes that go in you, and it's going to have immunization vaccines in it. So in other words, inorganic materials, semiconductors, Mm -hmm. DNA modifiers, dyes and active agents, what it's going to do is it's going to turn us into like a human antenna that that um that responds to the cloud so that we can also be modified and changed just think of the idea of microsoft downloading its windows into a human being that's what this is ultimately going to be
0: and what ought to scare you to death is if it's a windows update you know i mean yeah right (laughs) they can
1: they can give you new vaccines but not only that if it controls and is bi- and and is used according to your body heat sensors, brain waves, it means it can also control them.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: it can control you, and it will change you fundamentally. So yep. you sit back and you say, "I can never be me again." Autonomously, I'm going to be. I can be controlled and manipulated as a human being in thought and will and body. Mm-hmm. That's slavery. That's not, that's not, so this is what, you know, tech is preparing, has prepared, and wants to initiate. So, hypothetically, if this is the mark, number one, don't take, don't take it. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not going to win friends and influence people. You're going to be shut out of society, and you're going to have to learn how to survive, without being able to buy or sell anything. But didn't our Lord talk about this?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Didn't he, you know, he even said to us this? He said, "Take, but take heed, because behold, I foretold you all of these things.
0: Not to scare you, you, not right? to scare you, but to encourage you no. of all things."
1: Well, I always say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know, fear those who kill the body, Jesus said. But, you know, you shouldn't fear those who kill the body, he said. But fear the one who can cast body and soul into hell. That's in other it. words, your body, you know, that, that's they can't take your soul. And that's the important part. Mm-hmm. So you're going to resist. But what does it say in Hebrews? You have not yet resisted unto the shedding of blood for your faith. And well, that's coming. And many people in history have
0: and a lot but of those little Sunday kind of school here. ladies are going to be in for the surprise of their life. You know, the ones that sure. – look, I've used the term for decades called the cultural Christian. And, you know, you could expand that if you want to talk about those that were raised in, like, New York, New Jersey, that are that are Roman Catholic, cultural Catholics, and, and those of the Jewish faith that are cultural Jewish. But they don't believe any of it, really. They just don't. Um, they right. just – you know, they'll go to an occasional wedding or funeral, and that's all, and a confirmation, that's it. That's all they really do. They're cultural. They don't believe any of this stuff. They look at people like you and I, oh, the nutcases are on the radio, or they're, they're doing some sure. conspiracy theory nonsense. Yet, they're the ones that are wearing the face mask. They're the ones that are that are screaming for the vaccine. They're the ones that we're going to die if we don't do things, because all they've right. got is this life. And see, when you don't have the hope of the resurrection,
1: you know... Right. I saw this woman driving in her car. She had a face mask Mm -hmm. on, a face shield... Uh, your gloves, everything. Nobody else in the car. And I thought to myself, you know, she's the one who probably thinks that the medieval Christians were superstitious. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, she's not, right? I, I sit here and I say this. And Jesus said, look, watch. Therefore, for you don't know when the master of the house is uh-huh. coming. At uh-huh. evening, midnight, or the cock crowing, or in the morning. He goes, you don't want him to find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say unto all. Watch. Keep your eyes open, love Him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Live your life, love your family.
2: Um,
1: There's nothing wrong with preparing in ways that you feel is necessary for even even events of the world or hurricanes, whatever. But spiritually prepare. Just be prayed up in the Word, um, confessed up to the Lord, whatever needs to be, make sure you're walking with Him. And then whatever happens... Is going to happen, yeah. And you're going to trust Jesus, you Christ can't stop no it. Matter
0: what. You can't stop it. I mean, no. God's no. word has always been secure. It's always been right, and it's That's never right. been wrong. This is why I go after these clowns that are now into this replacement theology stuff. This one guy, and you didn't hear it on yesterday's show before I brought you on. Uh, I played a little clip from one of these guys. You know, you and I are trying to talk something that actually fits the biblical narrative of what's going on. Right. We're going to talk about another aspect in a second. And, and they're more, last year at this time, they were more worried about the uh, Beyond Burger changing your DNA where you became a non-human and couldn't be saved. I mean, this is the kind of stuff, okay, so you granted, a a bean burger is not going to turn me on and make me a happy guy. I, it just doesn't work. But right. it's not going to change my DNA. It's not going to alter me into a a non human that can't be saved anymore by the blood of Jesus Christ, that's the kind of stupid stuff that's out there among some well, of these evangelicals.
1: Like you said, it takes things too far. This, this vaccine is going to have mRNA, in mm-hmm. it which will fundamentally alter DNA, but you'll be you'll be different, but you're not gonna be a non human. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be soulless. Yep. You're not gonna be any of the above. They might be able to tweak your attitude or whatever, but they haven't changed you into some non entity. Exactly. All right. You're still a human being. The fact is I don't want anyone messing with my DNA anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm not taking this. But yeah, I agree with you. That's see that's taking it one step too far and it's Scaring people into into thinking we're and, all going to be like these
0: drones, and you're there. and you're running off in this rabbit hole that's not even scriptural, while ignoring right. while you're ignoring what God is doing right before your very eyes. You, you're blind. You you, you are so in, you're so into you know wanting to be the super expert on everything and lots of money rolling into the P.O. box every day that you don't even have the time to see what's really going on. Look these guys that are now anti-israel explain to me now how israel is not the nation that god said would come back to its own land and its own borders when you are seeing a peace deal you know what the bible said they'll say peace peace and suddenly no peace i mean it's right in front of your eyes you are seeing the mark of the beast being prepped You are seeing your children being indoctrinated in schools and being separated from your family where those kids will turn on their parents in a heartbeat and they're they're being conditioned. This whole world has been in a systematic program for the last 50 some odd years. One little if you had tried to do all the things, think about the things that have happened in the last five years. And imagine if we tried to implement any of the stuff 50 years ago or even 40 years ago same-sex sure. weddings, I mean, just to name one, and go down the long list of all the things that are happening in our world today that we just accept because we're so glued to our phones and our, 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 our Facebook and all this nonsense.
1: You know, Well, the- as we spoke before, you, we're not thinking anymore, right? But mm-hmm. when it comes to Israel, Yes. Here's, here, look, in Romans 9, we're, we're told about a tree, and we have the wild olive tree, right? And yes. you have the wild branches that are cut off. This is the children of Israel.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: the olive tree, we're the Gentiles right now. But what else did it say?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It says, there will come a time. Yes. When God will take those branches he cut off and regraft them into the tree. Yep. Okay. That exactly. There's one tree one tree Uh and that will be toward the end which means he's been providentially working with the people of israel the genea the 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 nation Uh for centuries in order to be a witness to the world and the church is supposed to be a witness to them that they might come into the church and we could be one in christ the middle wall of partition broken down but we're still there's still a nation of Israel out there that needs to be witnessed to, because mm-hmm. their Messiah has come already, and that's what we do in this world, hopefully. So no, they're not cast off to where we should turn a blind eye to them now and say, ah, they're just horrible people who are cast off. They have no promises anymore. Yeah. Well, you're not. Then God's
0: them. a liar if that's true, if you say that, and you make Absolutely. God a liar and and i'm Jeremiah i'm having an increasing problem with those guys the... i'm having a real problem yeah. with that you know we we yeah. folks you're listening to truth to ponder i'm your host bob Bierman. once again the website if you want to check it out is truth the number 2 ponder.com truth the number 2 ponder.com something that i'm having to prayerfully consider in the next couple of few weeks i use a few different platforms for distributing this program is a podcast and there's some things I like about it and there's some things I don't Uh, obviously they're allowed to insert a commercial at the beginning or inside of the program and I'm I'm never certain if the actual spots you hear and maybe if you are a podcast listener if they're in contradiction to this program or not because I really the Lord's just laying on my heart that there's got to be a new way to share a podcast where you're not beholden to the tech tyrants and those that don't care about your message and may have a contradictory message involved. So if you hear something like that, that, let me know. I'm going to reach out to some people that I know in the technical world. I'm going to try to find a way to keep us connected when times begin to change and you can't rely on the normal channel. So I'm working on that. Our guest right now in the program, Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales and this this program we got about oh, maybe 10 minutes left here and i want to see if we can't kind of wind up in the next you know seven to ten minutes the thoughts sure. you have and we're going to probably this is going to have to go into uh, i can see you coming back later this week and into the weekend so let's quickly kind of review where we're at and 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 let's let's try to leave on an encouraging note we can sit yep. here and talk about the vaccine the mark of the beast can't buy and sell, um, we're looking yep. at lockdowns, look at the world. A country like Australia, the the, the Aussies, the ones that I've known, have been pretty persnickety there about their freedom in the outback, and, and now they have gone literally from one of those we-don't-care attitudes, we can do as we please, to being the most locked down and fearful in the world right now. I mean, if yep. you say the wrong thing on social media, they bust your door down and arrest you for what you say yep. on Twitter or on Facebook. It, it, it's it's insane. And we have governors in, quote, the blue states that are, are just as bad. And there's going to be a and that dividing. that tells us something. There's, it's, that it's, tells us yeah.
2: something.
1: Um, what, what I say here is this, you know, and I'd like to just give a little bit of scripture here as an encouragement uh-huh. to people. First right. um, John, he says to us this to remind us. He says, beloved, now are we the sons of God. Yes. And it does not yet appear what we shall Shall be, be. but we know that when he shall appear, we're going to be like him, for Mm. we're going to see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in himself purifies himself, even as he is pure. Now, that's just in 1 John 3, and he's reminding us Mm. that we are different than the world. And when we wait for his coming, we are purifying ourselves. But in, in chapter 4, He says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they're of God. Mm -hmm. Okay, Because many false prophets have gone into the world. And then he skips down in verse 3, he says, And every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, or has not, is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist.
0: Who's already in the world.
1: Where you have heard that it should come. Mm -hmm. And even now it is already in the world. Yes. You you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world.
0: This is the hope of all Christians. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how the Lord has led me to those very words many, many times uh, in, a, in a sermon message where I'm prepared for one thing and then God just leads me into that. It's like, stop. Don't think about what you were thinking about saying. This is your message. And and it's been getting louder and more frequent as the last 20 years have gone by, a little over 20 years. We are coming into a time. Uh, this is a separation of the sheep and the goats, the wheat and the chaff, You whatever you want. Call it as you want yep. to see it. There is a separation occurring. And it happened yep. because of the pandemic here in the United States. But see, this is a worldwide pandemic. That's why you see it happening on the islands of St. Kit or any other place around the world. It's not just isolated to the U.S. or Canada. It's Europe. It's Asia. It's Australia. It's everywhere, even South America. This is the first time in my lifetime that something has affected us on a completely global scale without exception.
1: The first, time in history, first time in history something like this has ever occurred on a worldwide scale.
0: And and it's not going away. It's gonna be around for a long time i think that all these fears and this is where you see good christian people as you described before riding around in their cars with their with their face mask and a face shield and rubber gloves and goggles and whatever by themselves in a car living in fear as you said don't you know you don't fear the one that can kill the body but the one that can Throw the body and soul into hell, and and this is what yep. this is what a lot of these good little Christians are, are are missing. It's not about this life; it never was. And you're no. putting everything into this life, into this world. And I and, think
1: and Scripture says, "He who seeks to save his life will lose it, mm-hmm. and he who loses his life for my sake." We'll save it. And, and really, Bob, I think the biggest thing I would say to everyone
0: out there, be not afraid. Be not afraid. Fear not. Our guest has been Dr. Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales. And obviously, I'm gonna to have to bring him back. There's just too much on this topic. We've gotta to get the word out. And he and I are gonna to have to pray about what advice can we give to you going forward? It's like, okay, you keep saying prepare, And and how do you prepare? And I think we're going to get into that later this week. This program is an effort on my part. I give the time to do this. I'm not asking for anything in in return. But I want your prayers. Would you visit the website? Check us out at truth2ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com. Real quick, I'm going to give a mailing address here in Georgia where you can reach me. And I know a few people have asked, you know, what is the mailing address? Well, it's 21 Berkshire, one word, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, Berkshire Lane, at a number 263. That's kind of our box number thing we have to do up here. Sky Valley, Georgia, zip code 30537. That address again, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, Sky Valley, Georgia, three zero five three.